Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to answer a listener question all about chili. Does it irritate the gut and promote inflammation? Let's find out what the science says. Welcome back to The Daily Dollop Show, everybody. I hope you are well. My name is Kate Freeman and I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of The Healthy Eating Hub and The Healthy Eating Clinic. And fun fact about me is that I've had a very bad experience with a banana chili once in a restaurant in Melbourne with my husband and it was reasonably traumatic and I did recover but I ate a whole banana chili thinking it was a green bean. And we'd gone to this excellent Asian-Australian fusion restaurant in Melbourne. It was a weekend away without our children for one of our wedding anniversaries. It was excellent. We spent a lot of money eating and buying things. Anyway, we got our first dish brought to us, which was a San Choy Bao style, like lettuce cups with, you know, pork and veggies in and this little what looked like a green bean rolled off. And I just grabbed that bad boy and threw the whole thing in my mouth. And it tasted foul, like it was kind of off and gross. But then within a few seconds of me being like, oh, this green bean is gross, heat just flooded my face and mouth and esophagus. And oh my gosh, it was awful. And I was literally like burning up on the spot and I'm breaking out in a sweat and my eyes are watering and my face is bright red. And Brad is just killing himself laughing on the other side of the table. And I thought to myself, dude, you are not getting laid tonight because, oh, that is so mean. Anyway, he did, bless him, order me a cooling platter, which actually cost us like $28. And it was this platter of lettuce and yogurt and cucumber and cooling foods. And eventually I managed to cool my mouth. And But yeah, 24 to 48 hours later, I experienced that chili again at the other end of my gastrointestinal tract and it burned. Um, hashtag the ring of fire. Anyway, since then, we've all joked about, well, Brad and I, the the ring of fire. And, you know, when we have something hot and spicy, we talk about that we get to experience that again. And so this episode all on chili is actually sparked by a listener question. So it's an ask me anything episode, which is super exciting. So if you have a question that you'd love me to answer on the Daily Dollop, all you have to do is head to my social pages, either Facebook or Instagram, go to private, message me, tap the microphone at the bottom so that you can record an audio message to me and I'll play it on the show and answer it. So let's get stuck into it and hear today's question. Hi, Kate. Just a quick question regarding chili and spicy foods. Um, Is it true that it can irritate the lining off the gut and cause inflammation? Amazing question. And it just sparked me spiraling down a rabbit hole of research as I really unpacked this question. Long story short, though, yes, the chili being ingested and eating it 
can irritate your gut. Um, we know that ingestion of chili from scientific research produces gastrointestinal symptoms and then it modulates both gut sensitivity and motility. So sensitivity like the symptoms that we experience in our gut and motility, which is the speed of which um, food moves through the gastrointestinal tract. And so in particular, red chili is a spicy ingredient that's commonly used around the world. You know, in some cultures, they reckon that individuals can consume up to five grams of chili per day. And it's definitely a, a commonly thought thing that, you know, that chili can upset the guts in some people. So what I wanted to do is just explore this a little bit further because not everybody experiences gastrointestinal symptoms with chili. So I've linked to some articles. They're in the show notes, just which is looking at sort of chili at different levels. The first study looks at the ingestion of chili on rectal hypersensitivity. And basically the conclusion of this study was that yes, ingestion of chili in healthy people does induce rectal hypersensitivity, which means that people experience symptoms around their bottom hole when they've consumed chili. And basically how they think that it works is that capsaicin, which is the chemical that's found in chili that's thought to induce the symptoms, activates pain receptors. So we we feel the pain or the heat in the area. And based on the research is that, you know, there's a, there's studies that are conducted in people with IBS that they in, had chili seven days in a row and that you know, induced rectal hypersensitivity in those people. But people, another study that looked at just chili for one day found that there was no, you know, um, rectal hypersensitivity. And so what this can suggest is, is that chronic chili intake, so having a lot of chili, you know, day over a few days, is that then that sort of builds up and then, you know, 48 hours later is when we then feel (laughs) the results of that. And so the chili needs to make contact with the rectum and that is how we feel it. So it's direct, it's direct contact of the rectum red um, chili to the butthole that then induces the symptoms um, and the ring of fire. Isn't that very immature of me to go there? But that's, yeah, that's the truth. So the interesting thing about this study is it did conduct this research in healthy individuals. And so, yes, these individuals experienced symptoms that showed that the chili induced rectal hypersensitivity. However, the symptoms were really mild, if any. And so for healthy people who don't have any gastrointestinal problems, chili is not actually damaging or causing problems to their gut or producing any kind of inflammation or anything. So it's not unhealthy for the person to have. Whereas on the flip side, people with IBS and extra, you know, higher gut sensitivity or individuals with inflammatory bowel disease or Crohn's disease may actually find that chili exacerbates their symptoms and and makes things worse. So another study that I've linked to in the show notes, which highlights this is a New Zealand study with 446 participants who filled out a food questionnaire and then reported which 
foods they felt led to detrimental symptoms. These individuals had inflammatory bowel disease and Crohn's disease. And the results showed that chilies and chili sauce were one of many foods highlighted as triggering detrimental symptoms. I will say though that one of the things this study did repine is because it's self-reported that there was lots of contradiction amongst individuals with the foods that triggered symptoms and there were no real patterns. And if you talk to any dietitian who specializes in this area, they'll tell you that it's really difficult for an individual to to correctly pinpoint the particular foods that they're eating that are having a direct effect on their gastrointestinal symptoms because it's so complex. And because your gastrointestinal tract is so long and it takes, you know, 24 to 48 hours for food to move through, you know, it could be any of eight different meals that could be triggering your symptoms and it's really difficult for you to know that. So that's super interesting, but it's certainly definitely a commonly highlighted food by people with um, inflammatory bowel diseases as something that um, triggers their symptoms and makes things worse. Another study that looked at gastrointestinal transit. So gastrointestinal transit is food moving through the gastrointestinal tract. There are three parts to this um, process. There's gastric emptying. So this is food emptying out of your stomach, orosacral transit, and then whole gut transit. So this is the whole movement through the entire gut. Now this study only had eight participants. So you do need to take its results with a grain of salt. They consumed 20 grams of chili powder and then measured this gastrointestinal transit. And so what this study found is that 20 grams of chili powder slowed down gastric emptying. So their stomach stayed a tiny bit fuller for longer. And but that whole gut transit was faster. So it moved through their gastrointestinal tract a little bit quicker overall, which is um, super interesting. Um, another study just looking at chili, it was a systematic review and meta-analysis. Um, and it, it suggests that the consumption of spicy food is actually associated with a reduced risk of all-cause-related mortality, in particular heart disease. So this study was actually looking at just consumption of chili in a population and found that overall chili consumption was associated with a decreased risk of you know heart disease and all-cause mortality. And so in fact, if you're able to tolerate chili, so you don't have an underlying gastrointestinal tract disorder like IBS or um, inflammatory bowel disease that chili could be beneficial um, to your health. Another study just looking at chili and um, as an irritant showed that chili ingestion was associated with gastroesophageal reflux. And so in particular, chronic ingestion of chili, so having chili multiple days in a row consistently increased symptoms of this reflux. And so, you know, removing chili and limiting chili from the diet is one way to manage the symptoms of um, GER, which is gastroesophageal reflux. Finally, looking at um, a study conducted by the British Medical Journal. Now, it's an epidemiological study, (laughs) which basically means it's 
population research and it's an observation study. So what that means is, is we get as many people as possible in a population, get them to self-report their intake of foods. And then we observe them over years and see what happens to them. How many die, how many get diseases, right? And so this study showed that in the higher chili consuming groups, this reduced risk of total mortality by 14%. So chili consumption was associated with a decreased risk of total mortality. However, the authors of the study, there was a commentary in the same journal, the British Medical Journal, which basically said, look, the results of this study are promising. However, because it is a population study and observational, is it the chili consumption that reduces risk of total mortality and improves health or or is it the fact that people who eat chili have a more wide and varied diet and maybe eat more vegetables or they eat less processed food you know it's really hard in a population study to know exactly what behaviors is in a cluster with chili eating that's then potentially promoting health you can't actually control for any of their variables and if you think about life there are so many variables in our life that can affect our health so it's promising results but we do need to yeah take it with a grain of salt it is difficult to identify whether individual foods and nutrients like chili are having a direct effect on our health well In summary to your question, which is fantastic, chili can irritate the gut, particularly if you've got an underlying um, condition like inflammatory bowel disease or irritable bowel syndrome or reflux, etc. And limiting chili would be a really good idea for you. If you've got no gastrointestinal problems, you may experience some rectal hypersensitivity from, you know, large chronic doses of chili but you'll probably be fine. And overall, chili combined with good diet quality and overall nutritional balance potentially promotes health in your body long term. Well, that's it for today, team. I hope you learned something about gastrointestinal tracts and hot spicy foods. Until next time, we'll catch you later. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.